It's the decade time refuses to forget. In today's episode, we watched that 80s show. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. We are controlling transmission. Welcome to another episode of Musty TV. Here we look at uh, a forgotten TV show, usually off the air, and uh, we watch the pilot. And well, the, I uh, love forgotten shows that are still on the air. <laughs> it probably happens. What's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Wait, I've watched this! <laughs> oh man, my dementia. Hey, I mean, let's go back into the, when before CW mattered and the WB. <laughs> there were shows that were still on the air that were totally forgotten. That's true. My name's Liam Sr. I am Josh Phillips. And we are TV nerds that dig up old shows. That way you don't have to. And we'll tell you if they're good or not. Guess what? They usually suck. <laughs> one day we'll find a good one. Nope. We have our first guest. It's our friend Sammy. You can say your full name if you want. Hi, everybody. I'm Sammy, the first guest. <laughs> oh, great. Is that, is, that, is that a Spanish name? He looked a little afraid. Um, yes, well, but south. <laughs> right, south so more of Spain? More of the Iberian area. <laughs> yes, uh, that, like, but the water. And it was, yep, got it. And it was Sammy, our first guest, Dunisto, but they changed it at Ellis Island, so it would be less Well, they, they wanted it just to be easier to pronounce. Of course. Of course. Your family sold papooses in a cart. Uh, sold, past tense. <laughs> You're still regretting the missing of that business. It's been a rough couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Papusa game's not what food, it used to be. Food trucks have really <laughs> killed the food cart industry. <laughs> What are we doing? Oh, what happens? Gonna... This so quickly. It happens what? every time. What, what? do you, you expect? That's true. We're not here to talk about agricultural politics and me. Oh, we're not? No. Uh, Jefferson wanted their America to be an agrarian society. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> I think we should call him Slave Fucker. Anyways. <laughs> He did like the slaves. We, uh, he, he really did. Not a lot of people talk about <laughs> no, it. No, he really Loved him. Loved him. We watched That 80s Show, and not a show from the 80s. Right, no. That 80s Show, which was a spinoff of That 70s Show. Well, spinoff is a strong word. The only real connection other than, ca- <laughs> uh, other than crew, writing staff, and network was that uh, Corey, the main character, is supposed to be Eric's cousin. Oh, but really? never talk about it. <laughs> Wait, so there's no purpose. Younger cousin, I guess? Yeah. Well, well no, not all no, cousins no, no. are the same age. No, they could be close to the same age, actually, because that's, yeah. Cause... You know, he he oh, said he true, was yeah. 22, and Eric in the 80s would be, like, Probably 67. Like 67, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. 1, Probably a lot of people like... don't realize that that 70s show is set in the 1870s. <laughs> totally missed the mark on that one. They thought they were doing a futuristic thing. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's... They were, they just no oh, so what we do on this show is we watch the first episode, the pilot, and then the last episode, sometimes? sometimes. Depending on if it's the actual last episode or just one that Fox aired out of order. <laughs> we read over the wrong article and it said it was the last. Oh, but man, this had a real who's who of who's that. Yeah, um, some of these people have went on to 
acclaim. Yeah, not one of these people has went on to acclaim. <laughs> this hey. show didn't have all of your favorite stars, but it had most of them. Uh, we've got Jeff Pearson, everyone's favorite. Is that the guy? The That's old the guy? dad. So he was also in. Um, he's actually been a fairly like well-known like working character actor. He's been in a bunch of films, including dramas. Well, if he's not William Fincher or CCH uh, Pounder, then I don't give a fuck. <laughs> But he was in um, Happily Ever After. But he's—I'm trying to think of what films he's done recently. It's never like the lead role. Uh, is he in Moana? <laughs> for the longest, I thought his name was Chris Cox for some reason. Then I realized it was. That's wasn't. a different actor. That's Courtney Cox's brother. Yeah, Chris Cox, part of the Cox family. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> they should have changed their name at Ellis Island. I—they were in the line behind me. <laughs> it was way worse before. Oh, Sammy's an immortal time walker. Did we not? <laughs> did we not mention that? I it's assume people know. know. So other characters, we've got Tinsley Grimes. Tinsley. Who later went on to be the musical recording artist Grimes. That's not true. <laughs> we've got Shyler Lay, I guess. Skyler. No, it's C-H, and that makes the ch sound. Is it S-C-H? No, it's oh. C-H. Proof on my little phone. I believe you, but I think, who, who did Shyler play? A Tuesday. Oh. We'll get into who's who. I just think oh. the cast is. Oh. Oh. Supergirl now. We got Margaret Smith, not Maggie Smith. <laughs> that would Margaret Smith. Very different. <laughs> who's basically like if Tig Notaro was a burnout. She's essentially the Leo character from that 70s show, except not stoned all the time. Yeah, no, they've. She was the best character. Yeah. yeah. We got Eddie Shin, who was awful in Gilmore Girls. And then the main character is Glenn Howerton, who's not bad in this. Yeah, yeah like, like he, no. He's very... Given what he's given, he does his best. Yeah, there are little hints of Dennis sometimes. He's a very solid actor. I mean, they even reference in the Wikipedia page, Corey Howard, in parentheses, Glenn Howard of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> yep. So even the Wikipedia page is trying to play up. You should know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right, so it starts... At a club in the 80s. How yeah. do we know it's the 80s? Because they hit us with a fucking baseball bat that says this is the oh, yeah. fucking it's 80s. Relentless it's how many times you hear an 80s reference. Like, relentless. I was going to keep track of it, but I can't count that high. If you played a drinking game, you'd be dead within minutes. Like a dynasty drinking game? Yeah, like let's, a- get, let's move on. <laughs> That'll be a joke that you'll get later on, listeners. Yeah. We like to set some seeds. Uh, paint a picture for you. <laughs> yep, with seeds. So it starts at a club, and Glenn Howerton is talking to this girl, and then it's up. Oh, they're exes now, and he's like, "They were exes before." That's he true. just Didn't accept it. And because uh, men, and he's like, "Fine." And then he's like, "I don't like dancing," and then he just leaves. And then the opening credits <laughs> kick in. No, they don't. No, they didn't then, kick in for a while. Okay, so like. then it's like an yeah. actual sitcom. Then it's actually well, filmed like a sitcom. It, yeah, does he go to work then? No, he goes to his house. And we meet okay. his sister. Who's making candles. And her name is yes, something. that's her job. <laughs> Katie. Let's see if you're right. Yes! Hey! Yeah! You're right. Uh, and their dad, R.T. So, retweet, we'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> Because they don't know what spooky magic Twitter is in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, they back, didn't know when this show was made. Back then, you had to it. stalk a woman to harass her. <laughs> so, yeah, and then Corey's ex-girlfriend is named Sophia. Sophia, who is played by Brittany Daniels. Brittany Daniels of Joe Dirt fame? She was in Joe Dirt, and she's also the 
transgendered woman who is in It's Always Sunny. Look at that! (laughs) Connection! I bet he picked her out just because of that. I'm sure he did. I'm um, sure they had a great friendship on the show. Yeah, me too. <laughs> really like, I want you to be the transgendered woman that. How would you like to have with? a penis in my new show? Would I? I literally have no other job. I'm Brittany fucking Daniels. I don't get a lot of work. I I'm don't. on that '80s show. My I penis think she. Is I think dying. she might have been in the sequel to Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt two. Well, David Spade. David Spade's <laughs> summer house. Joe Dirtier. <laughs> David Spade's crippling cocaine addiction. Boy, can he tell a great story. Can he, though? He's a really good storyteller. Like, all right, so if he would tell me a story, would it be, like, a children's story, like Little Red Riding Hood? I didn't or say like it Warren was, like, no, it's, like, his life stories. So nah, I don't like, care about his life so like stories. Like we Chris get Farley. it. You were friends with Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else was friends with Chris Farley? Drugs. All right, um, and drugs. we're back <laughs> R.I.P. Drugs, we miss you so much I'd like to hear that life story <laughs> uh, It's me, heroin That was invented in the Golden Triangle I'm responsible for Vietnam being a wasteland Oh, that's what that was I think so I've oh, watched man. Tropic Thunder um, <laughs> Sounds right I don't, okay. I don't think they're in Vietnam I think they're in Cambodia They're not in Vietnam Speaking of Vietnam, that happened before the 80s, and this show takes place during the 80s. It's true. Uh, So Corey's like, man, my girlfriend left me. And then his sister's like, yeah, I heard she was gay. And she's like, no, he's bisexual. As Josh said, you you could hear Glad seething at their treatment (laughs) of of, uh, gay folks. Yeah. And then the credit sequence. You remember in that 70s show, the credit sequence where they're like awesome car sequence yeah and we know the characters i guess yeah, in this it one it's just someone flipping, flipping past records. records of the pictures it's of their so faces it's so cheap and then yeah. we're at the record store where we meet also it's the 80s song uh, by the killing joke by killing joke um so you don't even get a cool original song oh yeah sick the sick song guys Telling us what the fucking year is. Yeah. I, I close my well, eyes they, for the title. Well, the show tries hard to make it clear because they're worried people will forget. <laughs> Wait, Just like they're... The uh, we forgot when he leaves the club, two businessmen walk out and one goes, is my nose bleeding? And it's like, oh, they oh, did coke in the Cocaine right? in the 80s, yes. Hysterical. They also want to make it very clear that Retweet's name is RT. But we'll get to that later. We'll get there. So then we meet. Cor- Cor- it turns out Corey is a struggling musician. Yawn. Yeah. And, <laughs> ugh, no, thank you. And he works at a record store because yawn. Because yes. they were fucking bankrupt of creative ideas. <laughs> yeah. They still have the record store from Hi that seventy show. Hi for what did he? Right. And they needed, you know, his uh, his his curmudgeon, his curmudgeon boss who owns the record store. Well, she doesn't start yes. as a curmudgeon. She's originally like the burnout because she's like, I used to live with Jim Morrison. She just talks about dudes she's fucked who are in bands. Yeah, you like, guys yes. are arguing more than when I fucked all of Creedence yeah. Clearwater Revival. <laughs> and then in the episode we watched later, they make her just kind of an asshole. Yeah. Uh, and then we meet Tuesday. That's not a name. That's a day. Yeah. Stick with Tuesday, me, guys. Who was like, if you saw an after-school special about punk rockers in yeah. the uh, 80s, that's what it was. Her hair is about two feet tall. She has Liberty Spikes. I guess. They're really mm. poorly done. Yeah. I mean, yes. Liberty Spikes. Um, yeah. And then she's got a piercing from her ear to her nose. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a leather jacket. Her face looks a little pale. She looks malnourished. <laughs> All of her t-shirts have been cut. <laughs> she probably doesn't know who the Stooges are, but says she does. 
and she's probably said she's been to BCGBs. It doesn't realize that wasn't what it's called. <laughs> uh, that joke was for the dads out there. So, Tuesday and Corey, they do not see eye to eye. Immediately there. And we all called it that they were going to bang. Right. We were right. Uh, yes. Not in this episode. And then Corey's like, man, I don't want to work here. I want to bang on the drums all day. Something. Bang on the drums all day. I don't know. This show had less motivation than I do when I'm stoned. <laughs> Corey. Sophia comes over to return Corey's stuff and... Uh, assaults Corey's sister, sister yeah. by kissing her out of nowhere, which it, is assault. Because it turns out that's why she really dumped Corey, because she wants Corey's sister. This, or has all along. Yeah, yeah. This plot line is dropped pretty early on in the series, I'm guessing. We'll get to that. But, oh, then we meet Roger. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Well, it, it's not dropped. It develops into something entirely different. That's true. <laughs> it's, it is almost, almost, it's basically, they kind of reference it in the last episode, sort of. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I got that. Oh, it's just, it's just when she, no, it's when she kisses Morgan Fairchild, who, spoiler alert, yeah. is in the last episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, so then we meet Roger. Oh, we met Roger earlier, because they drive to, he, he. Uh, Roger lives at his parents' house. At dad's Corey's house, dad's house, house yes. Uh, and Roger is, he's like... He's the quintessential 80s yuppie. Yeah, and he's Asian, so like, whoa, what? What? They Nuts. Keeping it diverse. Yeah. Uh, for all you Gilmore Girls fans out there, he was Henry <laughs> in the show, and he fucking broke Lance heart, and I won't forgive him, but she mm. ended up with Dave Rogowski, so it's Him and Corey were also best friends, we, we hear at one point, but now, of course, their paths have turned. But they're still friendly, they're still even friendly. though one has a job and the other is Corey. And, and now dream, they live together. And dream of living together in a bachelor pad, but you find that out later. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> Uh, we'll get to that. It's the I other think they always have. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back to the homestead, and Corey, Katie, and Roger are playing a dynasty drinking game because it's the eighties. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and of course, it's the classic dynasty scene where it's the two fighting in the fountain. Yes, from everyone's favorite show, Dynasty, a show I've literally never seen. Never seen it. Should nope. watch that. Oh, well, that'll be on the list. We'll bring Sammy back in for that one. Uh, we'll only cool. do shows that are referenced yeah. in the shows yeah. that we watch. So they better watch something in Dynasty. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> they're watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon! What? No, they're just reading Eastman Laird comic books. <laughs> I knew this was going to be difficult. My mom has a theory that the two guys who came up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were really fucking high when they did. And I was like, it's not a theory, mom. It's, it's not really a theory. Sure. Fucking accurate predicting. One That's close enough like to be a fact. Graphic print button-ups now they're so ugly (laughs) kevin eastman he looks like gross everyone Um, named kevin sucks yeah so then okay i think he's an exception yeah i think he might be (laughs) yeah that's all the kevin's i know that don't suck so we find out that rt wants Corey corey to leave his record store job and come work for him in the world of marketing i think it's advertising it, well marketing? i thought it was he's they hey, they're he called said you'll love marketing at one point well he's i think he works for the marketing department for the company oh, okay. and they yeah. sell workout tapes because and, right. the 80s and he wants him to come up with ideas for a for product called, called the gut whacker gut whacker <laughs> which is a dumb name and turns out he doesn't like the four hours of corporate life yeah, that he goes he, through they find him with his shoes off and his pants rolled up slightly <laughs> and he's laying on the couch and then the next scene he's 
back at the record yeah, store. Turns out this four hours in an office setting has broken too much. Has broken Dennis. It reminds me of when I worked uh, a job for less than four hours and I quit because I was called the N word, <laughs> a were. faggot, and a retard by the kitchen staff. You and I thought, I'm gonna leave because I don't want to work here. Obviously, Dennis really struggled a lot yeah. harder. Also, well, Liam, we are happy to have you back anytime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was at Sammy's family Pagusa cart. <laughs> I read the dad is a racist. He's an angry bus boy. Oh, he's got a, he's got a lot of anger. <laughs> because you, you, you'd have a hard time too. Because the dishes get failing. so dirty. <laughs> the dishes are so dirty. He's so bad at his job. All that bit to pupusa stuff. <laughs> There's so many dishes you need to make a pupusa. These are not plate. one pot meals. No, no, two at the most. So he goes back to the record store and he goes to take the trash out and Tuesday's there and her hair's down. And he's she's like, ah, did my comment really get to you? And she's like, no! Obviously it did because she's weak. Cause she's a woman. <laughs> Women are weaker. And it's a fact. Liam does not speak for the podcast. <laughs> did you guys hear I got a job writing for Brett Bart? <laughs> it's about Brett Favre and Bart Simpson. At least that's what I think it is. <laughs> is that not what it is? They, are they going to be cool with me being a Jew? That's what it is. Oh, totally cool with it. All right. I mean, they I have another... They love Jews and they love net neutrality. I have another... <laughs> fuck. I have another interview at Stormfront or, uh, and uh, Return of the Kings, so fingers crossed. Hey, if you write for any of those websites and you listen to this, kill yourself. Um, Please. Just, yeah, so you yeah. just drink some cyanide, call your parents, tell them you fucked up. And your dad will say, good, and your life. <laughs> if you need help, look me up and I'll help. I'll walk you through it. Uh, both of your parents want you to die if you write for Brett Bart, Storm Runner, Stormfront, Storm and Front. Return of the Kicks. Or the Huffington Post. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> no, I, I'm not kidding. We love I'm you. Not, I don't like you, Jonah Peretti. You created BuzzFeed, you bastard. Ooh. Um, but we'll make Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Uh, it's so sad that one day we'll find Alec Baldwin's dead, bloated corpse in the East River one day. Anyways. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. That's his podcast. Oh, is that what? Alec Baldwin. We should talk about the voicemail he once left his daughter. Oh, God. They, so it ends with Tuesday and Corey, uh, Dennis, getting coffee, even though she's mad, but she's thinking with her puss, <laughs> not with her heart. It's oh, true. He's thinking it was his dick. Sorry, would you, yeah, would you rather me not say puss? Because pussy's weird. Porn's ruined the word pussy for me. There's no good synonym for vagina. They're all terrible because no, really men invented it. them. Lesbians, we're so there's sorry. There's a Disney film that yeah. refers to it as nice poochie poochie or something. <laughs> I think you're thinking of the Simpsons character poochie. No, it's like, it's, it's, it's that in the jungle movie, there's a weird way. They the were, mighty jungle? No. Where the lion sleeps today? No, it's in the jungle. It's a Tim Allen film where he this kid, he finds out he has a kid who's been living in the jungle. It's like nice poochie poochie. That's where I left you. You know what's a good name for vaginas? Tim Allen's jungle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he came out as a Trump supporter. Oh, by uh, never saying, mind. By saying, um, when pe uh, pe liberals bully people for liking Trump, it's like, yeah, dude's a racist. Yeah, it's, uh, well, that's not surprising. The man who's on last man standing. Ugh. 
So that's kind of the end of the first episode. Okay, gun to your head. If you had to only watch one show, would you pick Kevin Can Wait or Last Man Standing? Or would you kill yourself? Secret third option, kill myself. It's always the secret third option, kill yourself. Mm. Uh, It's quick and painless, right? So the finale, much like this show, it was quick and painless. That's true. The finale is called Beach Party, and its plot is about as empty as a plot can get. It's also relentless with the 80s references once again. Yep. Like, it doesn't let up. Oh, uh, we'll go through some of the 80s references in a more spitfire thing, but let's just burn through this plot. Mm. Uh, Katie's throwing a beach party because she's going to clean up the beach for class. She got back into college. Also, she's dating a, a stuffy prep named Owen. Doesn't matter. Seems like Mr. Whitebread. Basically. Might as well call him Wonder. Morgan Fairchild is trying to take over Retweet's business, and Sophia puts the kibosh on that. It's not funny. Uh, at one point, Morgan Fairchild licks food off of RT's face, even though, as Sammy pointed out, there was a perfectly good set of napkins on the table. That's that's true. They were very... It was a choice. It was uninvited. God is dead. <laughs> Corey is going to move... Dennis is going to move in with Tuesday because her roommate moved out, and Roger's mad. And that, get, that gets into part of the episode we watched. A little bit of. we weren't yeah. supposed to. We See, halfway through this episode, I thought the other episode was the finale. Because that's what Wikipedia listed as the finale. But Wikipedia listed it as the liter- literal final episode. But in the episode description for the second to last episode, the penultimate, if you will. Mm-hmm. They say the series ends, <laughs> even though there's one episode under it. Because no one cares. Because the show yeah. is an abomination. It, yes. Yeah. Anyways. But confusing, right? Yes. Confusing. Super confusing. So Roger's mad because I thought we were going to live... <laughs> Great Roger impression, right? <laughs> yeah. I thought we were going to live together in a bachelor pad with a wet bar. A swim-up bar. A swim yeah. Up. Where would you put on that? On the beach. Where would you put a swim-up bar on the beach? One storm and it's gone. Ugh. No one cares about architecture. Uh, it's, it's just like it's just like Hearts of Fire with that impossible DC apartment all over oh, again. Oh yeah, um, For every New York show ever with an impossible New York apartment. Uh, oh, it's it's just like a, Caroline in the City. Like Caroline in the but how did she get that size of an apartment on a newspaper insane. cartoonist salary? It is what it is. Is it's a kiddie pool with a bunch of airplane bottles of vodka floating in. <laughs> That's a swim up bar on, in a New York apartment. Yeah. So. All of it's resolved. All of it resolves itself very quickly. Yeah, there's no like big conflicts. It just kind of this and is then over. a lot. Most all of these problems are very easily solved with just like conversation. <laughs> yeah, with like not even conversation, like dialogue. Sentences, yeah. yes. sometimes just one. Yeah. And then Tuesday's like, I don't know if I'm ready to move in with you. And Dennis is like, Yeah, me neither. And then she's like, I love you. And he's like, What? What? Like, and they kiss, and then it ends. Yep. And yeah. that was the last episode it, because the show was canceled. So what's the central story conflict of the, slash conflict of the show? There I have is no none. idea. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the eighties. Yeah. Is it the eighties? And they're all gonna die because time passes, I guess. Is the main character want something? Uh, Unclear. Unclear. A music career? <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's not... But he never long. pursues it in no. any episode. No. I couldn't tell you what instrument he plays. No. I, I would assume guitar. I'm going to also that feels, assume... I would assume that because that's the easiest, like, yeah. And the shit yes. feels like the easiest thing wins. <laughs> and does it have story structure? Absolutely not. No. no. Not even a little bit. No. They literally just relied on... Eight. Let's talk about some of the 80s references. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Um, yeah. Um... <laughs> 
uh, Roger puts in a self-help tape, and then uh, Glenn Howard takes it out and puts in uh, the fourth track from Remain Talking Heads classic Remain in Late, and they sing along to that. So that's one. Anyone else got one? I got it. Yeah, go. Okay, mine was, there was the conversation in the bar in the first episode where a nameless character (laughs) says into their giant mobile phone, no, this isn't a payphone. This is a mobile phone. That's good. (laughs) They exist now. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I know there's a lot more. They hit you on the head with so many, and then they just kind of all blended into one. He, I mean, the dad works for a fucking video workout oh, tape dispensary. Yeah. The dad also, he, um, what he wears, like, uh, Tuesday like, says to the dad when she meets him, uh, Miami Vice, some reference like that. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. It wasn't Cro- clever. He looks like Crockett and Tubbs. Yeah, because he is, has, I mean, the dad is wearing, every time you see him, he's got rolled up sleeves. Uh, and, like, a shitty suit with a pastel. pastel. Oh, the 80s were terrible, weren't they? There's a shoulder pad. Yeah, that's shoulder pads. Where shoulder Chinsley pads, said, Dynasty, pads? Morgan Fairchild. I mean, the clothes was so ridiculous. Like, there's a Glenn Howard was dressed pretty normally. He was, pre- yeah, he seemed like he was the only one who's kind of normal. The yeah. sister <clears throat> always had like a Madonna thing going on, and well, Madonna dressed in, terrible in the '80s. Well, the girl that they had in the record store who never speaks looked like a cutout of the '80s. Oh, there was Madonna. a character oh, played yeah, by Debbie, Debbie, Gibson, Debbie Gibson, who's just a very cheerful show tune lover that mm. bothers Margaret. It's and not the, interesting. She takes diet pills like that are actually yeah. Speed. She takes uh, yeah, uh, Dexa- yeah Dexaterm, which was a huge thing in the eighties. Before they it was realized also a it really was big speed. problem. It was speed. Yeah. Then they realized, oh, that's speed. It's amphetamine. Then they call it fen- fenfen. Fen- fentanyl for fentanyl. And then they realized that was speed too. Yep. <laughs> Why do I keep buy- We keep making speed. It seems like we uh, maybe we want to make this. I'm a bad chemist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the easy way to lose weight, right? Just take a bunch of speed. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because you're too fucked up to eat anything. And also, and that to is... take a, care of yourself. It can, it can help you harass um, someone who won't let you return a record. Yeah, even though they yeah. have a policy. No returns, no, no. stages. Yeah. Which I was clearly printed on the... Like, where checkouts are done. You know, as a record buyer, you better check those records before you buy it. Yeah. That's true. Take it out. You Steve. gotta check yourself before you Shrek through yourself. Uh, at one point, they go. Reagan's been shot. Oh, no, they talk. They talk Reagan though. They, they do talk they about Ronnie. Him. Well, it's my Reagan. It's not terrible. It's no, not I terrible. thought he was in the room. <laughs> He's alive. I like jelly beans, and I have Alzheimer's. Um, I liked that Rocky movie. <laughs> Rocky Balboa. He really liked Creed. What was I going to say? Oh, I couldn't find... Usually we talk about what this went up against, but Fox moved it around so much that I couldn't find it. <laughs> they just tried to bury it eventually. At one point, Katie's watching MTV, and it's uh, uh, Love's a Battlefield, and she oh, does all the yeah. dances to it. And she, yeah, does the classic Love's a Battlefield That's how dance. her character's introduced, I think. No, her character's introduced making candles. No, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is so much more 80s, he says sarcastically. Yeah. I think there was only two good jokes in it. Name one. One was the dad going, I also have an announcement to make. Your mother and I have split up. And then Clint going, that was two years ago. And him going, I know, I just like to say it. That's pretty funny. And then the douchey douchey preppy guy going, do you have any Miles Davis? And Margaret going, Mm. you're not ready. Also a good joke. But what about when he he tells Dennis's uh, lesbian ex-girlfriend, hey, I I go bisexual too. (laughs) I go both ways too, so I know what your needs are. And Which her comment was just 
Ew. Yeah, so she's not a support. <laughs> she's like a bigoted gay person. She's okay for her being bi, but not for him. She's like a fan of Steven Universe. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, that's so, how I, I it is. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything else. I, I think we should just say what it is. All right, is... what's this? <laughs> Musty? Dusty? Crusty? Busty? Lu- rusty? <laughs> Lusty? <laughs> Trusty, as in trustworthy. Gutsy. I can't think of any more. Custy. Yes. <laughs> Just making them Made up. of custard. Oh. It's a fake rating system. Ooh. We change it every time. <laughs> okay. This show was bad. It was... Don't watch this. Don't watch it. Would you watch more of this? Uh, not on my own. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. All right. So the, is this the worst we've seen? No. No. That would be Moesha. Moesha is still the worst. Uh, followed by <laughs> Carolina in the, the City, City <laughs> and then Hearts of Fire. So it has not Ooh, I broken. think Major Dad was worse than Hearts of Fire. Uh, we didn't agree on that la- um, last time. You agreed with me that it was the third worst. Did we? Yep. Uh, I forget. Um, I just like John Ritter, so I want to give him something. That's fair. <laughs> I'll give you this. At least Hearts of Fire was kind of crazy at moments, so we'll put Major Dad in, as the bronze medal. Major Dad was just kind of boring. Yeah, so don't watch this. And that, I mean, these are fairly short episodes, so yeah. that All wraps right. up this week's. Uh, do you guys have anything to plug? No. All right, listen to my <laughs> other podcast, <laughs> Shmanime and Media Majors. Um, and if you could rate and subscribe us on and subscribe to us on iTunes and tell your friends about the show, that would be really great. You know, I think we're I think we're pretty fun. And I agree, we are pretty fun. I had fun today. Yeah, yeah. Thank us. you, Sammy, yes, and thank for you, Sammy, for coming. Us. My um, pleasure. We'll definitely be back. So long, and thanks for everything. <laughs> we're sorry, Glenn Howard. It's musty TV. It's musty TV. It's musty TV. Oh, it must be TV. It's musty TV. It's musty TV. Ooh. I'm Tom Lockney. And I'm Liam Sr. I really like video games and internet culture. And I like movies and TV. And every week we research a true story from our preferred mediums and tell it to the other person. It's super fun and it's great. And even when it gets a little intense, we find the laughs in it, damn it. Lots of learning, lots of laughter, sometimes bummers, but lots of friendship. Media Majors, every Monday on the Major Cast Network. Thanks for listening to the Major Cast Network. Stay fun. Stay nasty and stay major.